Oh, y'all niggas killers now. Oh, uh, catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. It's the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode 49. And we keep it thorough in this bitch. Rest in peace, prodigy. Rest in peace. Shout out Queens. Shout out Mob Deep. Shout out Havoc. You way out to jurisdiction. One nigga's bullshit on the grill. I don't fuck around, Dunny. It's most. I keep it thorough, nigga. Yo, let me back up for him. Let me back up. Yo, yo. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 49 of. The Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. DeBron James. And we are back like Jordan wearing the faux five. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who likes, subscribes, shares, supports, and tunes in. Thank you to all the people out there who are active and engaging with me on social media. I truly, truly, truly appreciate the love and the support that I receive from y'all. Thank you to all the essential workers out there who are busting their ass. And thank you to all the people out here who are continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way. We always, 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 always have to start the shows with the thank yous. The thank yous are very, very, very important. And man, we're going to have such a great show today, man. Like, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this show today. Like, I'm so thrilled. Like, I can't, I'm so excited. I can't even talk about how, how much, like, I can't wait for you guys to hear today's show. And man, it's just like... Man, you guys are going to love what you hear today, man. That's all I really could say. And I'm in a tremendous mood. I'm in an amazing mood. I am ready to go. So let's get it. I am in a very, very, very good mood. Today's intro is a song that uh, just give me that feeling, you know, it just gave me that that feeling like I'm about to just, you know, show y'all niggas what the truth is. It is called Keep It Thorough by Prodigy off of the album H-N-I-C, which stands for Head Nigga In Charge, okay, you heard? And shout out to Prodigy, man, rest in peace, tremendous artist, man, was one of the most pioneering artists that people may not give that much respect to, him and Havoc and Mob Deep, and then when he did his own solo, his own solo thing, man, and man, shout out to Prodigy, man, just a legend in every sense of the word, who has impacted hip-hop in, in, Man, it's such a great way, man. And when he passed, you know, we all felt it. You know, we all felt the impact of him going. And just, you know, I just wanted to show him some love today. Show Mob some love. And uh, rest in peace, Prodigy, man. We love you and we miss you. 
Now it's time for my favorite, 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 favorite segment of the podcast. It is called Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening to the show, Bronx Facts is the segment I like to do at the beginning of each show, just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York, that people may not know, that people may have never heard before, just to try and show how many great things, how many great ideas, and how many great people come from the Bronx, New York, my home, the borough that I love. So, without any further ado, your Bronx fact for today is... Our Place Family Enrichment Center, which stands for Organizing to be United and Resilient, is a warm, inviting space where the residents of the Hunts Point slash Longwood area in the Bronx are able to connect, contribute to their communities, find resources, support one another, and build protective factors that help families thrive. Our Place uses a strength-based approach where members can collaborate with staff and access resources that are suitable to community needs. For more information on the center or to see how you can visit or donate, you can visit their website at ourplacefec.gram-windham.org. And that is your Bronx Fact for episode number 49. Damn, son, where'd you find this? All right, so we getting right to the shits today. We have a very, 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 very special guest. Yes, yes. Very, very special guest. We got a fellow Bronx potter in the building. I'm super hyped for this because ain't nobody potting in the Bronx, it seems like. So if I could get another brother from the BX to come on and do the show, you know I'm having him. We got Steve, a.k.a. ST, the host and editor, content creator of the My Mama's Basement podcast. We yes, come and lock to him from yeah. his mama basement right now. Steve, what yeah. is good? What's yeah, good? Man. Ain't no shame in my game. Ain't no lies in my quotes. When I speak. I speak real and I like to speak into existence. Yes, yes, yes. They call me ST. I'm known for making shit happen in the BX. Holla at me. That's right. You see? That's right. I I love that Bronx energy. You see, the Bronx energy is something that you can't go to nobody else and get. Like, if I have somebody on from Brooklyn. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe. If I have somebody on from Queens, it's a different vibe. The Bronx energy is that energy that we need. I don't know. I think what is I don't know. I, I feel, it's like I guess like here you just if you if you don't walk around with your chest poked out out here, somebody gonna cave your chest in. They gonna they gonna put you right in your chest. So it's like you gotta have that like you gotta have that like I, my shit out here, fam. was good? Cause if you not, somebody uh, they gonna they gonna test your jaw. They gonna test your <laughs> and it, you know a lot of niggas. Uh, you know, right. You know, they ain't even ready for it. They ain't even, they couldn't even dream of being ready for it. So, you know, that's, I guess that's what it is. That's what it be. All right. So Steve, can you tell the people where are some of the places that they can reach you if they want to hear the show, if they want to see what you got cooking, let the people know everywhere where they can find you at. Let's go. Everything is my mama, mama with an A. We don't want, we spell it the, we spell it the niggerish way. All right. Mama with an A. So it's my 
Mama Basement Podcast, Apple Music, Google Play, all of the digital DSPs. Uh, we got the Instagram page, which is my mama, but with an underscore in between each word. So it's my mama underscore basement. Um, Facebook page, we got the Facebook fan page. We got everything, man. Everything just Google hit my mama basement. We here, you know. They got the they got the they got the the mayonnaise one, my mom's basement. <laughs> that's not that's not what we, we don't do. want to we don't want to listen to them. Yeah, that's that's the mayonnaise version. <laughs> You know, there's a lot. There's hot sauce and and, and barbecue sauce over here. You're seasoning in this. Yes. You got the black Dobo. pepper, the cayenne pepper, the adobo, the Mrs. Dash. Do you know this is this is shortage on Obey? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, go, go to your stopping shop. Go see if they got that. If they do, let me know. Send me a text. You the plug. What? Yeah. There's been a shortage on Obey. I don't know why. I don't know. I can't call it. But I had to order mines from Sam's Club because I need it. <laughs> I, ha- I have to have it in my house. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So this is, I asked you this before, before we even started, but like how difficult would you say it is to meet other people who pod in the Bronx? Like I told you, I only know besides you, one other person who does a pod from the Bronx. I so is it like anyone? I did not know anyone till you hit me up and let me know what you were doing on your platform. And then That's, I was like, we got to link up. Like, it, it just made sense to link up because I was like, what? Like, this, that, that, you know, like, I didn't know anybody. I, I don't know why. It was but just, that's crazy, though, because throughout both of our lives, I know it. Throughout our whole life, we've met some of the most crazy, interesting people ever. You would think that the Bronx would be one of the, one of the hottest spots to do a pop from because the life experience that we have over here is crazy. It's not like anything else. You 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 live a long life. <laughs> if you make it, they definitely what they say, you make it here, you make it anywhere. Facts. If you live 20 years here, it's like living 30, 40 years somewhere else because those 20 years are gonna be hard. Word. Word. A lot of you know, head on the swivel for those 20 years. So you live a, a, a life over here. So there's a lot of stories to tell, there's a lot of interesting people. That's right. There's a lot of characters. Word. That have charisma. It's just um, people just don't have that mindset. They're not onto the medium. It's a very new medium to people, which I don't understand, which is, this is one of the cheapest small businesses to start up. Super, super. Like Just right there alone is benefits. Like, man, I just... I, I I just two years ago stopped using TurboTax because I have a business now. <laughs> hey, look at me. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to do something? You got to do. I know you maybe you don't want to take the plunge. You don't want to take that. You don't want to be you scared. You scared. Yeah, that's what it is. You get the mic and you say you think you sound crazy on it and you're like, damn, who the listen, fuck gonna want to listen to this? I know when we came, we were we was on the mic. I knew we were, listen, we were sounding crazy, it was crazy, but you know, shit was funny. It was. <laughs> so it's, was and, it's, that, and it's fun. It's like yeah, right. Shit is fun. It was fun. It, it it was therapeutic for me. For me, doing this thing with my homie, my homie, like. I don't think I could do this with anybody that I don't know because mm-hmm. that chemistry is not there. Right. I, I be know where he going to go. He be know where I'm going to go. 
I know where he, I know how to alley it up. He knows how to slam it up. He throw it up to me. I sl- so it's therapeutic to even just, well, it's my homie. I'll be linking up with him anyway. Right. So you might as well do something where you can make a little change, right? We might as well be doing something that we can try to progress and we progress our lives and it both helps us and we can build something together. That's, the, that's what it seems to me. Straight up, know? straight up. So um, how has um, COVID in, in the last year, 2020, affected y'all? Because, I mean, 2020 for me is like when I when I started it. So I, you know, people are walking around talking about, yo, this is the worst year ever, yo, worst. I'm fucked up. Yeah, 2020. But- I did my start in my pod. Like, so I'm doing everything with the pod. I'm recording. I'm editing. I'm reaching out to people. So I had a great year. Right. 2020. But like, so for other people, though, how has how has that last year, 2020 affected you? I know it stopped. I stopped the bag. I know that it stopped a lot of bags. Listen, 20, <laughs> I mean, 2020, um, it definitely affected me economically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that shit. It stopped a lot of money. I'm an educator. So that's like, that's my regular nine to five. So there's a lot of programs that I do outside of my salary, mm-hmm. regular teaching that I do that was just cut. Because mm-hmm. the whole shit was cut, you know? So we shit, we was lucky that we made it to 100 days. Because once you make it 100 days, that's when you get your cash in. That's when you get your summer money. So the fact that we made it to the 100 days, that's, that's we was good with that, right? But like, I used to, I was doing after school. I was doing Saturday school. Like, you know, I, I chase a bag. So, right. I, yeah, that's all that shit was cut. That's so the that biggest was, thing is like, cause I stopped working in 2020. Right. Like, because the, where I was at before, where I was working, there was a nine to five in the office. They was like, if any employee catches COVID, the, the company bears no responsibility for so any. They, yeah, they say, hey, so I'm like, yo, you put your ass out there. If I got to travel to get here, I got to ride the trains and the buses right. and be around all these niggas not, in the street. Right. Right. And now I'm coming here to work. And then if I catch the joint in then here, it's, probably Dennis, then it's on me. Like, nah, I'm out. Like, so I left. And Cuomo, you've been good to me. I tell you that. Hey, shout out to <laughs> shout out to my guy Andrew Cuomo. He's been good to me. Okay, listen, they've been. Listen. Hey, he's been up on unemployment. And I'm one of them. I, I what I what I always what I'm telling these that people right now that are up on unemployment. You gotta stash it. Stash number one. Stash it. Number two. What you gonna do coming out of this? Right. How you gonna? You should flip. Try to flip the money. Make right. it work for you. Because if you going back to that same place, you failed. Work. You wasted your time. You have not maneuvered this well. Because right now you have a lot of free time and a lot of ways to hustle. Shit, niggas made three hundred dollars off of GameStop. Holla at me, man. <laughs> word. but there's a lot of people i see that though there's a lot of people who's trying to flip that unemployment money even if it's the bullshit like the little cash app little money wheels or the forex shits people is trying to flip the money though i like that i would stay away from the money wheels yeah the money wheel no hell no i ain't doing that but get you a robin hood app and (laughs) you know whatever you don't fucking you know, whatever that you're not living off of that save that you buying Jordans or whatever stupid shit you're buying with the unemployment money, save that shit, put it in the Robinhood app, buy an ETF, buy a fucking, buy 
AT&T, buy, you know, buy something that yeah. has a dividend, that pays a dividend, right? right? So that way, every quarter, you're making money on you that. get a little money. money, right? You get a little money back. That's right. If you ain't got no other way to flip the money. You don't know no way, other way to hustle. That's it. I just gave you one for free. Cha-ching, nigga. There you I go. My money. My cash app is ST the Great. One. <laughs> cash app me. Holler. I mean, it is. It, I mean, did you definitely just gave out a lot of free advice? So I just gave you free game right there. <laughs> if the homies want to send you a few dollars, I ain't mad at that. No I shit. Hit, that. Me, hit that whatever whatever that AT and T quarterly is. Hit me with that. Right. Give him a, give him a little give him a little percentage. A finder's fee. Right. Lord. Give him a little finder's fee. So Steve, like we want, I want to know about your story, man, because I know that just me having a being able to have another co- a conversation with another potter from the Bronx. It's like super great. So I want to know like everything that, you know, inspired you to get to this point. So the first thing I want to know is what inspired you to start your pod? Inspired me to start my pod was just I knew I could pod. Mm-hmm. Right. Like You got to know you could pod. You got to know that you can carry on a conversation for an hour, 45 minutes, you know. Because it's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Um, you got to know what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Always great. My show is about weekly topics. It's about, you know, we try to tap into the punk guys of millennials. Um, you know, we have a lot of Gen Zers that listen to our show as well, which I'm I'm very happy about. That. Yeah, the Gen Z is real heavy on the pod, the podcast. You know, we yeah. grew up on radio, you know, right. we, you and I, we grew up on, you know, Hot 97 Power, Funk Flex, you know what I'm saying? We grew up on that. So this is like kind of the new version of that. Exactly. So I'm happy that that's happening, right? So especially because like, like, I, like what I just did a couple seconds ago, that's what we do on a pod, like. I, I like to keep things interested, but then we also try to tell stories behind it. And, you know, we do make fun of situations of stupid situations. Of course. I want you to learn from that. I want you to not catch yourself being the dumbass of the week. <laughs> I want you to not catch yourself being a headline on our shit because because you're not stupid like that. Because you 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 listened to my mama's basement and was like, nah, yo, I heard what happened and was somebody that did X, X, Y, and Z and look where they at now. Right. All them dudes doing that, that PPP loan scheme. Oh, bro, niggas was... It's like the dumbest thing ever. If you trying to take a government loan, you don't think that the feds is going to watch their money? It's their money. And they expecting you to pay that back. They want you to show how you gonna pay that back. And yeah, I remember say, I did a I remember I did a story on that on my part. It was a homie from the used to play football, play for the Jets. He got a PPP loan. He homie went to Florida, went to the casino, went to the jewelry store, went to Dior and Gucci and all that shit. And they came and snatched him right up. All that. Because they say, Hey, we see you spending the money, but um, how are you planning on paying that back? It's, it was the I was one of the w- wildest joints ever. If you're gonna take a government loan, you got you gotta know that the they're they gonna be watching their money. It's their money. They're gonna come <laughs> for you. The same card that they put it on, that's gonna be the same card that they're gonna be monitoring. You gave them their if you gave them your information, 
and you wrote off to them that they could monitor what you're doing with this money, right? Like that's what the contracts of the, the agreement was. And I mean, obviously people don't, they don't read that. They don't pay attention to that shit. When we download the app, does anybody read the, read the terms and conditions? I, 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 hey, I'm going to keep it real. I don't. I haven't read none of them. I could have been signing off my pension, my 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 daughter's pension. I signed a hundred of those joints without Word. reading. Where? Yeah, you think you're gonna? I'm just getting this bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, they watching what you're gonna do with that bread. You Word. signed. You signed it. You watch. signed it over. You what gave you me your social. Like they already got your social, but you gave it to them again. Even <laughs> if, even if you take that money out that account and use it somewhere else. Once you take a large sum of that money, they're going to ask you, so where'd you move that money to? What's going on? Like, if people just don't understand, like, it's a, it's a different game. Different now, game. if you take that money and say, yo, yeah, I just did a down payment on the house. You know, right. Oh, oh. then that ends the discussion right now. Right. Or a new office space or something. Something like something that's like going to that. help you get the money back. Right. <laughs> So what were some of the things, what were some of the shortcomings that you say that you would say that you had to overcome when you first started? For me, it was when I put the mic in my face and I started talking to it and I was like, damn, like you sound like this. Like I always thought like I had that, you know, that Barry White type voice or something. And I was like, damn, <laughs> he was like, damn, I sound like Steve Urkel in this hole. Like what's what's up with that? So that was like the biggest thing for me. But once I got over it and it was like, well, this is how you sound. So you're going to stop recording because you sound a little weird how many niggas out here sound weird nah, yeah, you know, that, that was that, the biggest thing for me so for you what was what would you say is one of the biggest things that you had to overcome one of the biggest things for me to overcome maybe was like uh, um control mm -hmm. because I, I work with a partner so i have to i think in the beginning, I was more like domineering of the conversation of the of what we were talking about, of the topics and things of that nature. While, um, you know, um, and I, I to his credit, he allowed me to be like that. Right. But I think if you listen to our episodes now, it's more of a joint venture. It's more mm -hmm. of a 50 50 thing. You know, you know, we meet at the middle now. So. I allow more of his input and then, you know, I, I just fill in the space. So I think that overcoming that obviously helped the show tremendously. Of course. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that's something I was worried about. Like when I first started, I didn't have a partner. So I was like, damn, if I come to a point where I get a full-time partner, I'm used to just doing whatever I want to do. Yeah. 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 So whatever now I it's like, do damn, like do what I now do. if I have somebody in here and that's why I like having the guests. Cause it's kind of like, it's great to talk to other people and it's great to like see how to like bounce off of somebody else, how to feed off of somebody else's energy and all that other stuff. Exactly. So that's like the biggest, that's one of the biggest helps of having a partner. It's just someone to talk to, like, you know, someone to, you know, bounce ideas off of or make jokes with. And right. it's, it's less on you. It's, you work as a right. team. So it's and it's, it's more you. of a, um, it's more of a, you know, we have two ears. Mm -hmm. We have two ears. So, you know, a Mike, I'm, you know, I'm a Mike, I'm Lee Mike, but there's also another voice on your other side that, that, that's a different voice. That's a different tone because we have, we have two different voice tones. So that's also a thing that is like, it's, it, it sounds better, you know? Right. And so I had to, 
allowed that to happen more because when I would listen on the sound back, I'd be like, damn, I'm, I'm talking a lot. I'm talking a lot. I need to fall back. And that's another, I would, I would advise people to just, you know, criticize what you do. Mm-hmm. You got to be your harshest critic. You got to be your harshest critic. Um, even, even my nine to five, you know, I know I'm not the best. I know I'm good. Damn good. But I, I'm not the, I know I'm not the best. So I, I, I nitpick what I do. I said, yo, I gotta, I gotta, maybe I gotta bring it to the kids like this, or maybe I, I gotta slow down because I'm moving too fast and I gotta ask more questions. So I always, I always gotta nitpick what I do. I always try to change the game. I always try to present something different, brand new growth, growth. A lot of people think they got it. Word. I know I ain't got it. I damn sure ain't. I know I'm better. I'm way better. <laughs> way better than when I started, but I ain't got way, it all figured better, out right? yet. I'm way better than where I'm at, but that's that's it. That's great because that's all you need to be. You just need to be better than what you was before. That's all. You don't need to be done because nobody's done. No one's ever going to be done. Mm-hmm. So, so that good. That transitions right into the next question I got for you. So what advice would you give to a young person who wanted to start their own business or creation? Not necessarily a podcast, but if you had to give a young person came to you, it's like, yo, Steve, I want to start my own business. What is one of the biggest pieces of advice that you could give to them? No, no, the work is going to take before you get any dollar. Word. Before you cash out anything is going to Word. work. Don't think I'm going to start this shit tomorrow and, and, and we're going to get paid next week. Hmm. No, nigga. Hmm. No, it's not going to work like that. So it's like, know the work. And also, everybody going to hate. Everybody going to hate. Everybody. Everybody going to tell you. People going to tell you shit's whack. People going to tell you shit's trash. People going to be like, I don't understand. Oh, you lost me with that. Oh, it's cool, but (laughs) I love that one the most. You know, you know it's coming. That one, you know what I hate the most about it, though, because I haven't been part of it for that long. I've been part of it for a year. People who, if you put a mic in their face, they would not even be able to do a piece of what you do. Nothing, nothing, not even close. Not even five minutes. Not even, you can't even do five seconds. You can't even get past the intro, my nigga. And then you, you read in what they got to say. And again, I welcome it because it, if. I could, if I could pull from it, if you saying something and you could, even though you criticizing me, if you saying something that I could use, I will take it. And I appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. There's always, if, there's always, there's always, <coughs> there's always, you know, that piece of corn and shit. You feel me? Right. Yeah. Like there's always that, like that. There's, so there's something in that shit. You know? Yeah. It's always something in it, but it's like, I had to realize that, okay, a lot of these people have their own opinions and that's fine, but how many of them could do what you do? And if and if the answer is not many, then you take what they say. You don't take it that personally and you just work to improve. And you know that if you if the role was reversed and you put the mic in their face, they their show that they would make would be it's nothing close, nothing even close to yours. So you take the criticism, you take the, the what you can work from it and you apply it to your future shows. And then you look I back want- on it and you say, bro. I, I went to high school with you. When you had to get up and present your shit to the class, right. you couldn't even talk. Wait, when you I know you ain't doing no part. Hubbard, 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 hubbard. So what you talking about? Right? Like, so 
I know you can't even pause. So what you got to say, I'm going to try to take the best from it. But I know you can't even, you ain't even close to my level. I want to ask you this. How do you feel about when people give the input suggestions of like, oh, yeah, but you should do this. Sometimes it's good. Because it's a person who's listening, telling you maybe what they want to hear. Right. And then maybe other people share that opinion. So, you know, when I started the pod, um, I was doing Q&A first. Right. That was I was I would open it with Q&A. And someone gave me a suggestion, said, well, you know, why don't you let the people hear what your show is kind of about before you jump into the Q&A? Right. And I was like, oh, so that was good input. Like, oh, shit, word. But if other people is like somebody hit me once and told me they didn't like that. I play so much hip hop on the show. And it's like, dog, you don't you may not like hip hop. But guess what? And guess who? Guess what I do? Hip hop is the number one one genre in the world. What are you talking about? So you may not like it. But guess what? I love it. And guess who has editing control over this? Me. So certain things I'll take in stride, especially if it's like good ideas from the listener's perspective. Because remember, right. we potters, we're not the listeners. You know, that's a good idea because maybe they seeing something or hearing something that other people share. But right. other things like just their opinions on shit or what they like, you know, personally, I I leave that alone. See, I think see, I think you have a better filter than me because. Are you be letting them have it? I I don't I don't even. I don't even respond. Uh-huh. Don't respond. I front. I be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like in my mind, I be like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, you're not even doing this. What are you t- like? Wait, what? What? Like, do I come to your job and tell you what you should be doing and be like, ah, oh, you should mop the floors like this? No. Like, <laughs> but so. I, so I like that I asked you that question because I'm gonna take what you said into consideration because I just be I I'll be taking a picture. Yeah, because certain things it's like it's that like wow that's a really good idea that's, that's a really some, good yeah, be a good you know idea saying, good suggestion right? like I could tell you actually thought about it but certain people you could tell they just want to say something just want to say something like there's such a value in just shutting the fuck up sometimes people don't know that but some you could just tell like all right this person probably listen to every episode I ever did. It really is a fan of the show. Right. And they want to come off like they don't like it or there's something that I should be doing differently for whatever reason to make them feel important or something. Okay. Those are the, those I just, I just leave to the side. I just hit the double tap on it, give them the heart on Instagram and I don't respond to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm never going to stop playing hip hop on the show. So <laughs> it don't matter how much Avril Lavigne you like, my nigga, I ain't playing that. Nah. I'm not playing that. Yeah. And so those type of things, those type of things, I I don't even let bother me because it's like, I ain't even going to get nowhere. I can't, I can't. I just, yeah. So I'm going to try to look at it with a better filter, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it it don't don't even like, it shouldn't even affect you like that. Just is going back to what I said before. These people out here are listeners for a reason. Anybody could get a microphone and pop. But it's only a select few of people who have the drive, the passion, the motivation and the ability. So, you know, you being doing what you do is more than some people could even dream of. Right. And because of social media, you know, everybody can have an opinion. But there are certain opinions that 
shouldn't even you should be like bro get the fuck out of my face with that yeah you yeah. know because you are the talent they're not the talent they're the consumer you know we're not, we're not even talent you got the gift they don't have that yeah so we did we yeah we're not even looking at it <laughs> yeah it's like all right i'll hit you with the double tap you know make you know i read it hit you with the double tap or the prayer hands that's the go-to the prayer hands <laughs> <laughs> like if I don't want to, I throw the heart. I throw the heart. I throw the prayers. I'm good. Or but black like thumb. black thumb, <laughs> black thumb is really me saying shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what the black thumb is. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Hey, if I gave you a black thumb in the DM, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I could tell so a few people probably looking at their phones like, oh wow, that didn't mean thumbs up. <laughs> oh, that was me. That was me. I thought my suggestion was cool. I was so, <laughs> so uh Steve, what keeps you motivated in this space? For me, it's like I I feel like I know what this this life could bring me. Like the short time I've been doing this one year, I've never felt like more happy. Like any job I ever had, it was always trash. I never was excited to go work. Like I was never excited to go clock in somewhere and spend eight hours somewhere. But like when I put the headphones on and the microphone on, I just feel great. Like it's the best shit ever. And it's like, damn, like how could I even think about stopping? So for you, what is, what keeps you, what's the biggest motivation for you in this, in this pod world? I mean, just the audience, Mm -hmm. the audience motivates me. Like <laughs> this would be wild and like we take a break off inboxes like yo what yo what was it what happened to the pod this That's week? That's great, ain't it? That's what happened great. to the pod this week. I was like, yo, damn. So the audience, the audience keeps me like, yo, we, we gotta, I gotta, I gotta pod. I gotta pod for the audience. Like I I I was there was a time where we was we was gearing up for the show. Mm-hmm. And I had got sick. Like I was sick like two hours before. And I called my man. I was like, yo, I can't pod. And um, I just went to the emergency room. And like I was just sitting there like, damn. And then like while I was getting better, healing up, you know, the inbox was feeling like, yo, what happened to the pod this week? So I was, and I don't even like giving out retros. I got retros, but I feel like I use them in an emergency situation. Yeah, only in an emergency situation. That's right. They like that's right. They best of that I yeah. that I just that, outtakes and all that shit. Yeah, that's like on a that because I had transferred mediums. And when I transferred platforms, I didn't bring everything over. Mm-hmm. I didn't present everything that I brought over brought over. So and I because those episodes were like heavy, like there was like crazy stuff going on like, at that time. So I don't like doing retros. So if we just go and take a break, we have our normal breaks. Thanksgiving, Christmas, we take breaks. Other than that, we consistently flow. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our 4th of July. That's like, our, you know, that's like our, you know, flagship episode. 4th of mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, just everything, 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 the fans just... Wanting to communicate to people, um, just you know, just, I don't want to miss a story, right? Like, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, this happened, like, like, 
like six nine meek mill like i can't wait to Bro, get to that i'm like i was thinking like do i even need to talk about this shit i, I can't wait to talk about one. that this week. i'm like yo do i even need to talk about this shit because <laughs> This is it's just straight up bullshit. I'm so done with Daniel Hernandez, bro. I'm so I done see, because you see, because you see, you know, everybody that listens, like I've been championing, I've been championing his bullshit, <laughs> and it all that shit gonna get him killed, bro. <laughs> that shit gonna end him on the bottom of the Hudson River, <laughs> and it all came to fruition. That was the crescendo right there, right there. That was. I'm the mad crescendo. at Meek for falling for that shit. Bro. Exactly. I'm more exactly. mad at him for falling for that. So. so Right there, so that so I can't wait to talk about it because that was what I've been saying. Oh, look, 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 he's right. What he's saying is right. They have security. Most of these rappers they work with snitches. They will they when they get locked up, they go in the tell. Like he's right. I ain't no gangster though. Me neither. <laughs> uh, hey, look, hey, not <laughs> affiliated, bro. So, you know, so I I, I understand where he, they saying and where he's coming from. Like, stop the bullshit. Now, they are some gangsters. Yeah, they're some all, people that you're trying to fuck with. That are, that are all the fucking boogeyman. Right. And don't poke the bit. <laughs> don't, don't come at the king. But. Come at the king, you best not miss. There's some people that, the, the same people that get on him are the people that are fucking rolling around with security and they all, like, they bull. Come on. Well, you got it. I think if you're a public figure, you got to have security because, you know, niggas is crazy. It's not even like people trying to First run up and like people, rob you. It's yeah. just people like crazy. Just, like people just stalk you come and up with a Snapchat and all that. And they want to do that. And yeah. That. So it's like you probably need a 300 pound dude to walk around with you. You Nobody's know, if you here for all that. But yo, bro, I'm so done with Daniel Hernandez, dog. I don't even I, I don't think I'm going to talk about him on my show. I can't bro. wait to talk about it. I'm not. <laughs> I can't do it. This is probably the most that the folks is going to hear from me about Daniel Hernandez. I, I, uh, if y'all want to hear something about it, <laughs> come over here. Right. At, for, all right. So for the people out there who really want to get that, that Takashi T, I'm going to funnel you I right would, over. I, I speak both sides, man. <laughs> I understand where Meek, Meek is coming from. Hey, look, I'm going to funnel you right over. My Mama Basement Podcast. Get all of your Daniel Hernandez breaking news because I ain't touching it. I champion it. I, I understand exactly where he's coming from. And uh, we here to spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so in this space, who are, um would you say, are some of your role models in it? Obviously, you know, we all think of podcasts. You think of Joe Budden. You may yeah, think definitely. of, uh, you know, Earn Your Leisure if you fuck with them or Million Dollars Worth of Game, Gillian Wallow. Right. You know. So who are some of your role models in this space? I mean, just in in behind the mic, right? Because we talked about it before the show. Like, I've been listening. You know, our medium is radio. Mm-hmm. We, we came That's in. What we grew up on. Radio. Yeah. We, grew, we grew up on radio. So just from behind the mic, you know, the funk flexes, um, the the. Star, Star is one of my heaviest influences. Star, yo, Star, Star while in the morning, that was my shit. Yo, yo, I I used to fake sick just to listen to Star and Buckwild. That was my shit, yo. I love them. So like, Star is one of my heavy influences. Uh, uh, um, as far as like the show, I I wanted to like if you listen to our show, it gives you vibes of like. 
the Joe Put Joe Button podcast mixed with um, Bodega Boys. Oh, these are Samara Bronx legends. Right. So like, so, so that's like kind of the flavor we give it up, right? Like, so it's like, you know, we talk about what's going on, but we we spice it up. We you know we throw that little you know, the little hilarity, mm-hmm. little comedy game that me and my partner have going on. That's we're not cool. comedians, but we just like to talk. Right. You, I mean, and you know, it's funny. <laughs> you don't even have to be like, you know, right, you don't right. even have to right. be. Listen, I can't sit on. I cannot. I will. I will not be able to get on the stage and tell you really jokes. You would, and you wouldn't try. I, you know what's crazy? I've always had. I always wanted to try. I've always wanted to try, but I know I'm a. I know I suck. <laughs> but every great comedian you ever hear, they say right, the they first say few they, times they, they do right, it, they the suck. I heard Dave Chappelle say that. Like he said, yeah. he was like, "You saw comedy. To think about comedy, if like if you get on behind the mic, you just got to keep doing it because you're gonna suck. But like the keep, more you keep doing it, the better you get, and then eventually you're gonna get a breakthrough. You just got to keep doing it, and right." Like, Think I got like a, I got like a five minute. I, I mean, I'm sure we could. You could find an open mic and do five minutes, just yeah. to just to like you know just to, even just to cross it off your bucket list. Because it's I on see, my. I, 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 I something try. that I something that I'm like, I might want to like cross off the bucket list. I do got like a. I got like I got like a three minute joint, but then it's like I don't know what my other two minutes is gonna be. <laughs> You, I could, got you could just snap on the crowd for the other two minutes. You could just point out people in the crowd. <laughs> right, right, right. Look at this bum ass nigga right here, yo. <laughs> you know, I got like a three minute intro, and I don't even know. Like, I don't know where to go after that. You know? But then you, you know, the, but then I think when you get the bug, then you start writing jokes, and then you start like getting real heavy into it. It's definitely on my bucket list too, though. So you're not alone. I'm scared too, because you know if they boo me off the stage, it might shatter my confidence. But it's first of all, it's hot up there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, light. It's hot. You're you're nervous. Oh, you're hot. It's just hot. So it's like, ah man. And you gotta say a whole routine, right? You gotta know. You gotta have the timing right. You gotta. You gotta time it right. Yeah. Then you gotta flow right. So like, that's what I said. Like I got my first two minutes are structured. I got a whole routine. Fly. Uh, 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 and then. Where do I go? How mm-hmm. do I even transition? That's a thing. That like, because I'm a, I'm a, I study comedy. I love stand up. Word, right? me too. I love stand up. I love Dave. I love Kevin. Old Kevin. Kevin Old Kevin, Kevin, right? New Kevin. Eh, he can, but, <laughs> you know he, but you know what? Kevin I'm cashed out. I'm not trying to out. hate, but like. Cashed out though. So I yeah, understand. Yeah, great, you, great. You on Visa commercial. You know what I'm saying? You can't be as raw as you used to be. Right. That that's what we talked about too, right? Like the cash out theory, right? It, um, but but like, that's what's dope about. That's the dopest thing about Dave. That's Dave get a bag like nobody but else. How many people can maneuver like Dave? You know why? I think it's because Dave said no. Dave let y'all know that I'm willing to leave. I'm willing to. So say y'all better no. appreciate like, me. And if y'all trying to, if what? y'all trying to whitewash me, I'm out. How many people can do that? Not many. I think Not Dave. Chris Rock, maybe, um, and Pryor. That's probably it. So it's like, like, like the, just the way they structure the jokes, callbacks, the, like, the formats. Yeah. Then the way Dave, 
the way Dave kills the fucking stand up game is because he'll he'll throw a joke in the beginning. And then at the end, double back. It's and crazy. Then, and, and you then, never and see it like, coming. This, nigga's, this nigga just did that. So you're laughing the whole time, not knowing he's setting you up for to double back and then drops the mic and walks off the fucking stage. Dead That's ass. why you talk about it two weeks later for the next two weeks. Not because everybody, they, they could just throw hit jokes at you and then punchlines and a ha 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 ha. But I'm not going to talk about it when it's off. Right. They get you to talk about it and then tell you, oh, yo, and then get you to tell somebody, yo, you got to watch that word is the way he structures his shit. And I the thing about me is if I can't do it on a level that like if I can't do it on that type of level, I it's hard for me to even want to put my foot in. The, I, I understand. I understand that. though. I understand that because you like you grew up like this is your hero, like, man, and you're just like, I know I cannot do that. Like, I'm going to get in front of the mic and try to do what he's doing. That's disrespectful. Right. I understand that. But I think that it's something I'm going to do. I'm when like, you know, COVID restrictions get a little lifted and you can do like they have open mics and shit. Right, yeah. I'm going to just I'm going to suck it up one day. I'm going to write maybe five minutes with my best ever jokes I could think of. And I'm going to just do it just to say I did it. I, I feel you. Now that we had this conversation, I kind of I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to. Because like, even if because, you know, if our lane is just pod and like whatever. Cool. Cool, right? Like, you don't and have to if, be stand-ups. Even but. if I suck, or even if like, it, I mean, it, it just take one person. If one person in the in the crowd is like, everybody was booing, but I thought your shit was high fire. That's all you need, right? Exactly. Like, For real? Oh, okay. Exactly. So maybe my jokes are catered more to you. So, and then I got to find more people that I think like you. That's all. You don't have to pack a room of those same people. You just got to feel more people like her. Right. So what are you saying about potting? I'm not gonna get everybody. I'm not gonna everyone not gonna love my shit, but the few people who fuck with me, they're gonna fuck with me. I just need to get enough people that love my shit. I just need enough people to know that this is going on over here on this medium and they can try it. It's not for everybody. Truth ain't for everybody. That's true. Tell you that. That's true. See, I think yo, 2021, 2022, we hitting the stage. We we hitting the stage. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I might. You might see me at an open mic. One of my dreams too is like to do a live pod. I, I always dream about. Oh that yeah, show. I mean, I that's definitely that's like, yeah, that's I, I definitely once you could just once you could just show uh, a venue that you could like pack it out. You could do whatever. Yeah. As long as you could put people. As long as you could put asses in the seats is like. If you yeah, but people, that's one of the things I, I dream about doing, like getting on a stage, sitting down with my mic and my computer and doing a live show, live pod. This actually like a, it's the venue in the Bronx. It's like a little store in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I follow his Instagram account. Uh, I think it's Bronx Native. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck with Bronx Native. Right. He, he, he allows people to do live pods. Oh shit! So you might want okay. to. It's a small venue, so you don't even have to like. Yeah, I mean, it don't. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not thinking like twenty thousand. I'm thinking like if thirty people's there, twenty people's yeah. there. That's Man, cool. I can. I like that. And you do that and get that off. And then you could even bounce shit off of the crowd. Like you could have the crowd ask you questions and shit, and you yeah. can react from them. Like I well, love yeah, that. That's definitely, that is definitely an outlet, a medium for 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 live uh, for pods. Like yeah, you definitely gotta have that. Like. 
I mean, that's the whole reason why we have the location algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, right. So, people you know, like, hey, well, I'm going on the road because, like, I know right now I got to hit up DC, I got to hit up Philly because people fuck with us heavy, DC and Philly. And then for some reason, there's like a whole San Diego click. I'm like, how I don't even know people in San Diego. Me neither. But people in San Diego fuck with my mama basement heavy. And I'm like, that's hard, bro. Like, that's crazy. Like somehow, some way I got to go out there and do something. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why the whole location algorithm is there for. So you can reach out to your audience via they can see you, you know, because right. People want to match the face with the podcast. That's why I wanted to get on this platform as well. So people can see my face, get my face out there. Um, as far as with the YouTube, I mean, we do have a YouTube, but um, how you feel about YouTube? Do you put your joint on YouTube? I mean, uh, you know, I tried. I had a, when I was doing, when I first started doing the guests, I was like, I'm going to put the guests on YouTube. That's what, that's what my plan was. I'm going to have the regular full version just on the audio. And I'm going to have the guests. I'll, when I have guests, I'll put it on YouTube. But, yo, it's not just as simple as you create a YouTube account and put your shit on there. Like, it's way more difficult. And I was like, damn, I'm having a lot of problems with this. Maybe I need to take a class or something It's it's, really figure it out. Because it's not like you just have a video and you throw it on there. Nah. A part is a long form thing. It's not five minutes. It's a guest interview. YouTube algorithm is not for long format. It's It's not. Unless you're an established sure. platform already. As long as unless you're an established platform. It's, it's for 15-minute clips, 10 to 15-minute clips. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I, we do an hour 45 minutes. Light. What, what, what are you What are you telling? You're telling me you want me to chop all? I can't. I can't. And I feel like I don't want to divert my audience. Mm-hmm. I need to centralize them. I need to centralize and I need I need to capture everybody onto this funnel everybody into this one thing. Right. So that way, you know, just for advertiser. Right. I think, yeah, because you know, or maybe, you know, maybe that's the next billion dollar idea. Somebody who creates a video uh platform where potters can use for podcasts. You know, like, and it's a, it's a video platform for all podcasts, and you just click, you know, you wanna instead of Maybe listening to your favorite podcast, you watch it on this thing. Right. Yeah, that's that's that free game way. right there. So all you techies out there, you Silicon Valley folks out there, right? If you and hear also, this, please. And yeah, give us give us break a, us off, right, please. And also, I'm gonna give you another idea, another gem. Whenever you turn off the video, like YouTube, you know when it's the sound turns off when you mm-hmm. turn off the video on that platform. When you turn off the video, let the sound play. Boom. Ah, uh, yeah, that's see. Silicon Valley, we want our we want our ten percent. That's a fact because that's a billion dollar idea right there. We want our ten percent. I'm coming after you. Coming, I'm coming for it. We this this video will play in court. In court, this is admissible evidence. A Jewish lawyer, <laughs> three piece suited out, hair gel. <laughs> Don't play. Coming for the bread, all right? Don't play. All right, so the last the last of the real real deal serious questions is, I love this question because everybody's answer is different from the people I have, and it's a great question. How can we leave a path for the future generation of creators? So for me, it's like 
if you hit me, that's a great question. You got a business and you got something and you got something that you're working on, especially that's, if you're from the great. Bronx. I want to provide an opportunity for you. Just come on the show, kick it with me for half an hour and get your shit out. You know, get your shit out there because we helping each other. You helping That's me, you giving me, helping me with content and you helping yourself by having yourself out there. You, right? Yep. So how would you say is a great way that we could leave a path for the future generation of creators? What you said exactly is, is a great way. Just, just bartering time just bartering a platform right mm -hmm. like how hard is it to repost something for somebody how hard is it to share a link how hard is it to be like yo yeah yo i fuck with this you should too or just check it out maybe you would too like i don't know why I, we talked about this on the show before like black men have a hard time bigging people up when right. we when we big each other up is always with some hot side handed comment or like it's it's hard it's it's rare that people big big each other up genuinely you know it's true oh yo I wish I could be like you homie I wish I could be like you big homie or oh I'm trying to get like you like no like like what's genuine like yo. I really see your grind. I really appreciate you. Like, I really love what you're doing. I'm not going to keep it to myself. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to push it. I'm going to tell people, like, I'm going to post it on my Instagram for no nothing. Just, just cause I fuck with you. I may not even fuck with you, what, what you're doing, but I know you and I fuck with you. Right. So I'm going to do that. Right. Like, I don't even, I don't even tell people to do that. Cause I just want them to do it genuinely, mm -hmm. and it's it, it, people. We just don't do that. We don't right. do. That. We don't. yeah. I see, like you know, cause there's so many. Even even if we just keep it on the Bronx, like there's so many dope shit that happens in the Bronx. So many dope people in the Bronx. Yep. It's like, how could you not? Like you know, what I'm saying, how could I not have people on or who start things or create things or people I meet, and like I meet somebody maybe working a nine to five job. And they start a business. It's like, yo, you started a business? Like I had a, a former coworker of mine. She started a makeup line. And it's just like, how could the fuck could I not have you on? And right. I don't wear makeup, but I got to have you yeah. on because it's you like I want all of us to win. Yeah. You something. Maybe your something from what you your story, whatever you have to tell can influence someone else. Exactly. And start off they grind and kick off they show and, and, and whatever they got going on. Exactly. Exactly. But another yeah. thing to answer your question. It's hard to do. But. You can't do this thing alone, right? Everybody can't do shit alone. One of my biggest flaws is asking for help. Mm. Um, I feel you. Ask just so don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm I'm even I'm preaching to myself while I'm saying this, right? <laughs> like I don't want anybody who's watching this thinking that I do this. No, I'm actually telling you something that I, I'm working on myself is asking for help or you know just reaching out to people saying, Hey, you do this better than me. How do you do this? How can I do this? Because I don't know how to do it. Or I'm doing it and it's not good enough. I see you doing it and you win it. And in turn, 
it's not hard to give people free game. If it's anybody not. asks me, yo, how you started a podcast? I will sit I you and tell break them. it down. This is why you do this. This is what you do. This is what you're going to get. This is the equipment you're going to buy. You're going to get this mic. You like this mic. This is what you want to do. What's your type of show? What's your flow? Right? Right. I've done that a whole bunch of times. So it's not hard to get free game. And also, it's not hard to ask for game. We make it hard to ask for game because we make it hard to give. We think it's, it's you know, we holding our game. Come on. Everybody can win, man. That's true. When I first started, I, I went through, I literally, I literally just went on Instagram and I typed in the hashtag Black Podcast. And all the names that came up, I just started sending messages out. That's okay. how I found you. That's how I found you. Yeah. I typed in black podcast on Instagram. That's one of our, our hashtags. Right. <laughs> and I and I just clicked it. I see my mama basement podcast and I sent you a message. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck it. If he if he don't respond to me, it's like I don't lose like, nothing. Whatever. Yeah, you and don't if lose he does nothing, respond man. to me, word. <laughs> What's up? Now we here. So yeah, that's that's a great idea. That's great because there's a whole bunch of people out here just doing shit. Like, and you would never know it. So but no, you know, and they got so much game to give, even if maybe they don't get to the level that you want to get to or that you see others. The game that they could give you is like something that's listen priceless. To somebody else's pitfalls, right? <laughs> right. Listen to somebody else's pitfalls. Like, I would be like, yo, the most important thing you're going to invest in in the podcast is what, what's your what's your mixer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the most important thing, right? Work. That's that's so easy to just say, like, you ain't even got to just if you've been thinking about getting a podcast, what's your mixer going to be? What's and then are you going to need two mics, three mics? So because that's important that when you make that mixer decision, because everything, it goes through that. Goes through it. You feed all your audio through it. So, yeah. And that's something simple, right? Like that's something just like that, you know, just something that it take you five minutes to say, oh, you're going to do a pod. All right, bet. I I use this. You're going to need an audio mixer. I use this type. You know, I fuck with it. I like the way it works. And that's it. And uh, you help somebody immensely. That's it. Word. All right, I, see, I fuck with that, man. I fuck with well, that. We got to do, we got to dig through the garbage. What's that's a problem with uh, black culture? Mm-hmm. So we dig through the garbage, you know. White people, they eating at the table already. You understand? Like, right. The food it's hard to get a seat. Yeah, we, we we starting at the back of the house where the trash is. Right. And they, they already start starting in the house. At the table with the food prepared. That's and a fact. And now it's like, all right, so how you going to eat? You know? That's a fact. That's a fact. If we See, that's getting like, I love that, man. I'm so glad that I got another Bronx pot on, man. The Bronx is in the say, fucking man, building. That's what we do, man. We, we out here. We got to talk. Bronx is in the fucking building, man. I'm hype about that. All right, so... Uh, you guys can follow me and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Rogers Neighborhood. Instagram is R-O-D-G-E-R-S-N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D. Twitter is Rogers Neighborhood, R-O-D-G-E-R-S-N-G-H-B-R-H-D. No vowels in neighborhood on Twitter. So, Steve, I don't know if you know, but every show I do Q&A from the listeners just to keep them involved, keep them talking with the show and maybe to say, like, if I send him a question... Maybe he'll answer it. Like, who knows? <laughs> so I want to answer some of the questions that I've received from the listeners previously and see what you got to say about them. So we're going to start with the one that's going to get you in trouble. 
We're going to start with the one that's going to get you in trouble. It's going to get me in trouble. Let's go. What are Steve's top five albums? <sighs> top five albums. Let's go. Let's go. <sighs> top five albums. I'm a millennial, right? Yes. You got to, you got to, you always got to pre preface so it with something. I got, I got everything. I got, I got Golden Era. Then I got, you know, you know, Mumble Rap Era. I guess this is the, I guess that's what they call it. Um, Life After Death, double album. Notorious B.I. I got him on the wall. One through 25. How many tracks is on there? Like it's a lot. It's, yeah, I think it's twenty five. Yeah, like so one through twenty five fire. <laughs> Even the skits. <laughs> um. So yes, that's definitely. I'm not doing any order. Please, I can't do order. That's fine. I don't want to do order because that, that's too much. That's gonna get you. That's what's really that, gonna get you in trouble. So I'm just doing five any order. So life after death. That's one. Um. Oh, life. Uh, uh, Life and Volume of Sean Carter, Volume Three, Volume Three. Life and Times of Sean Carter, Volume Three. Volume Three, right? Hard okay. Life. How See, many that's want to ride. That's a good there? one. That's an underrated one. Ooh, that's no, under what the, <laughs> that's what? How many tracks is on there? That's. Oh wait, I, so you? I, oh, you mean the whole series, Volume One? No, no, no. In no, my no. lifetime, number Volume three, Two, Number Three. Oh, Number, number three. three. Okay, number Life and Times of Sean Carter. Like Number One was. Like, number One was in my lifetime, and then Number Two was Hard Knock Life. And then three was Life and Times of Sean Carter. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, wait, wait. So give me number two. I'm sorry. Number two was Hard Knock Life. With, give me um, number two. Give me number yeah. two. I'm sorry. Number two. Volume two. Volume two. Yeah, number three was... Um, Jigga That Nigga, right? Jigga. Wasn't that volume three? No, that was volume two. What's oh, my motherfucking name? Yeah, so then... No, no, no. Jigga was, Jigga was Rough Rider Anthem. Jigga was um Rough Rider's album, volume one. Sorry. Hmm. Um... Volume three was hot nigga. Hot shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When he said Michael Jackson, have you in the trunk like hee hee? Yeah. Volume three. Um, yeah, no, no. So volume two, hard knock life. Um, how many niggas want to ride tonight? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's a good one. Do you want to ride? How many niggas gonna ride tonight? Yeah, so yeah, volume two. Night. Put me out there with that. So I got a big, I got a J. Okay. Ah, damn. Damn, where do I go from here? My out, like, man. If you like, like Dirty Sprite 2. It's hard, it's hard. So I ain't even mad at you. DS2 is Yo, but we like, hey, I ain't mad because it, it's great. It's not like it's new. It's and people think nigga. golden era shit is like no, but First of sometimes all, the new shit all time was March Madness. Yes, like I will listen to March Madness still and get chills and be thirty. So then I start from like so like thirty strike two is just two. Okay, so no, that's all, right. so all right. So you got big. So you got big with um ready to die. You got uh J volume two hard knock life. You got Future, DS2. All right. So you got two more. Man. Me. Man. This is me personally, right? Because, like, it was just, I was, it was like, 
This was heavy in the streets. We are the streets, the locks. Yeah. Like that was that like that kind of ended the shiny shoe era. Uh-huh. Like that we was in the shiny shoe era and then we are the streets came out and niggas was like, take this shit off. Niggas like, where's my Tim's? I miss these shits, man. Word. Where's my where's my, where's my 4X Pele Pele? Guys in my fucking leather Pele, nigga. Let's fucking elbow niggas in the club. Like. Word. Okay. Personally, I that's know cool. that's that's not you know crazy to everybody, but that's just me personally, just because it edited a it deaded an era. Yeah, it killed it killed something and started right. something else. East Coast rappers are the best rappers, anyway. Like we can't even New York, especially, but East Coast rappers are the best rappers. Just lyrically and just like crazy. Then another era in my life. Get rich or die trying. 50 changed the world. You was wearing, we was all wearing them ugly ass tank tops. We all wanted them ugly. Yeah, so we all wanted to be part of G. You we had to. Everybody, everybody was doing that. Everybody, you walk anywhere. Niggas thought that was a real game. You would go to um Third Ave and go to get the fake G unit hat. Yes. Because you wasn't going to get the real one. Yes. Niggas was wearing Reeboks. Reeboks. Fuck out of here, man. Please. Jay Z. Allen Iverson and 50 Cent are the only three people that'll make you wear Reeboks. Wear Reeboks. Them AIs are still fired. AIs are still fired. <laughs> Some questions. Some questions are still fired. Is still on. But I mean, like, like, the reason, like, that 50 Cent album was like, I knew, I knew what it was going to do, which was crazy, right? Like, that was like first ever in my life that like, I knew that album was going to be crazy because I listened to the mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So I knew 50 was crazy. I knew about G-Unit before like everybody else knew because I was listening to the mixtapes. 50's the future, G-Unit's the future, all them shits hard. And I was like, oh, this nigga got up with Shady? Oh, it's about to be a rap. a rap. So I knew what the album was going to be. Like you just throw this nigga on Dr. Dre beats, it's going to be, it's, it's going to take off. And then I told niggas the week of, because that was when the albums dropped on Friday and you mm-hmm. had to go buy it. You had to go album. buy it. You had to go to, had to like- Virgin Megastore or HMV. I don't even know if you remember HMV on 86th Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. HMV. What was this shit? That, nah, Virgin had the shit with the headphones that you could mm-hmm. listen to. HMV had it too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. See, I would go to Virgin and just sit there and then listen. To yeah, you stay all day and listen to all, all the albums. Listen to all this shit. So... I was telling people all week, I was like, guys, this album is crazy. You're going to listen to this shit. It's going to. I said, yo, every song is going to be fire. People are like, what are you talking? Like, like, that's crazy to say, right? Like, like at that time, that's stupid. This nigga just, he never had, he never came out with an album before. People never heard of 50 Cent before. All they hear is about is Wankster. That was the only thing that was popping was Wankster. And then, and then I'm saying every song is going to be fire, guys. I'm telling you this. And Friday, people were like, yo. <laughs> everybody was in school like, yo. Everybody's huddling around my locker like, yo, you was right. Yo, yo, this nigga said, yo, when your brain pop out the top, like Jack in the box. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Word. it was crazy. Like, Word. Was like, 
I was, I told you guys, like I knew what it was going to do because I was listening to the mixtapes. I heard the foundation he was going to build. So yes. I knew, I was like, oh, it's over. 50 Cent, get Richard out trying, man. That shit is hard. Many men, patiently waiting. Oh. Um, Gatman and Robin. That was no, my no, favorite. That was on two. That was on part two. That was on part Gatman two. and Robin wasn't on Get Richard Out Trying. Please don't. I don't even like Gatman and Robin. <laughs> that's, that's a fifteen Eminem song that I could do without. Man, what a big ass revolver and a Batman. Now that's my shit. That's my shit. But um, like Heat. Like I listen to Heat, and I want to go shoot something. I ain't even got a gun. I just, I just, I'm like. Fuck that shit. I want to play Call of Duty. I'm listening to that shit. Like, I got to shoot something, nigga. Word. Something got to die after I hear this shit. So, it's crazy. Like, I knew, like that's why I was like, that's one of the craziest albums. I know I left one of the biggest debuts. off. Honorable mention, I would even say The Chronic. Of course. That album is fire. Um, if you want to do something new, recently... Nah, I don't want to put a recently in the top. <laughs> well, I mean, you got your five. You got volume two. Oh, okay, man, we could damn honorable mention. Got... Forget this. Hold on, let me do another honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Two thousand and one. Oh, the Chronicle one. No, 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 no. Two thousand and eleven. Forest Hills Drive. Oh, J Cole. Oh my God, that album defined my college life. Like when you like like. Like that was a like that was my college life. Like that album defined my college lifestyle right there. Like mm-hmm. it was it was crazy. It was I, shout out to Cole. I, Cole dope. Cole dope. Damn. I, oh, damn. There's a lot though, so that's why I've told you the five is gonna get you in trouble. So because I gave my five on here, my five it changes all the time, but usually only the fifth one. So my five is Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye, ah, yes. Illmatic, Nas, ah. Blueprint, Two Hove. Doggy Ooh. style Snoop. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to be correct. Mm-hmm. Blueprint so- 2. Yes, I said it. The gift and the curse. No! Two. <laughs> two. No! two. No! The blueprint 2. The gift and the curse. With Hovey Baby. With popping tags. I asked you. Yes. With popping tags. With, um, what's the other shit on that? All a Dream with Faith Evans. With the first Kanye feature, the bounce. That is my shit. Blueprint. That's two. the only song I love. She'll point out the bounce. I love that. Blueprint one. two is crazy, bro. Hovey nah, baby. Nah, Hovey baby. You can't even. You can't even. Hovey baby. He was just in there having fun, bro. And and, and it was all a dream. That was all a, a dream with Faith Evans. Yeah, that's, that's Blueprint two is hard, bro. That's in my. It's in my top. Nah, but you are. You still and then the song <laughs> that he had, he had um nigga please on there. He had yeah. he had um he had um blue yeah. the song blueprint two on there. The J the Nas this. Come on now, come on, come on, man. Blueprint. I, would get, I thought you was gonna say original blueprint, no. which that is another one of my honorable no. mentions. Yeah, and it's on my it's in the honorable mention, but it's not it's not my five. So it's dark twisted fantasy Kanye, Illmatic Nas, Blueprint two, Jay Z. Doggy style Snoop, and my fifth is always changes. So right now my fifth is you, and you gonna um, remind the people of it. Enter the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. That's my five. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. The M E T H O D man. Yeah, yeah, that was heavy. Cream, 
Uh, it's 36 Chambers. Yeah. Method Man, you had um, Ain't Nothing to Fuck With. Oh, Wu-Tang Clan. Shame on a nigga. Yeah, like, yo, oh, man, my brother, my brother, my older brother used to play that shit heavy. He, I mean, you know, thank God for him. He, he made my musical taste more broad and, and mm-hmm. eclectic because, like, you know, I probably wouldn't have been well, so reversed on the old school shit if it wasn't for him. Because mm-hmm. you, you need somebody to, you know. Yeah. The first time I ever heard, the first time I really got into hip hop, I don't remember how old I was, but it was when I heard Quiet Storm, Mob Deep for the first time. Quiet. First of all, that album is fire. And it was the I heard it on the radio, and I was just like, I want to start listening to rap. Like I want to start. I, I want to know I heard about that it. song on the radio. And said I need to be a stick up kid. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. So what? What do they do? So they put mask on. <laughs> and, oh, that's what they do on the forty four side of thing. Forty first side of things. Okay. Right. Rest all in right. peace, prodigy man. Thing. Rest in peace. Like, peace. I, I, I swear, when I heard that song, I saw. I saw skinny niggas with with f- looking gangster, and I was like, "That's me! That's what I want to be!" Right there. And they was young. Was, and they was young. Yeah, Mad like young. young skinny niggas with some gangster shit. I was like, "Yo, that's how they give it up on the first forty side of things." Okay, yeah. Nah, I fuck with that's them, that was the moment, like where it was. It clicked, like, yo. I think for me, for me, um, Biggie, give me one more chance. Okay. That's the first song I learned all the words to. Oh, is it this okay. great? He's at eight, her flight lands at nine. Game just rewind. Like, I heard that and I said, oh, but nobody else is doing this. That's, that, I, that's how I knew he was special because I mm-hmm. was like, wait, but nobody else rapped like that. Nobody was rapping like that. Nobody, like, nobody else raps like that. Like, he's telling you something. Every line makes sense. The line before it feeds into the line ahead. And yep. then a line ahead, and then it all makes sense. And yep. then, like, so it's like, and then he was saying metaphors and, and similes, and I'm like, oh, but not a lot of people rap like that. So that's how I knew Big was special. And that's what made me, that's what attracted, attached me to him and attracted me to lyrics and hip hop, right? Because to be honest, <laughs> But honest, like the first hip hop song I heard too was like "I'm Rob Bass." Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes, takes two. two to make a thing. What the fuck is that nigga talking about? I want to rock right now. He's Rob Bass. He can't get he, down. What the fuck is that song about? He's not internationally like, known, but he's known to rock the microphone. That shit is the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> but it sounded great, right? It sounds great, and you could bop to it, right? But you listen to "One More Chance" next to that, and this. It don't even compare. Yeah, it's different. It's just different. Like, so like that's what really was like. Oh shit, this hip hop shit is fire. Like, yeah, yeah. I wish I the like you know you you wish you could do certain things the first time again. Like, I wish I could go back to when I was a kid and I heard Quiet Stone for the first time because it was just like it like changed everything. It was just like whoa, like what the fuck is this? Like, Like, these niggas just said they stick up the stick up kids. Word. It was the most, they was the hardest niggas, like, and you just like, yo. And and fucking Lil' Kim is on the shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh Hot damn ho, here we go again. And he just like, yo, what is this? No, when P said, when P said my chain hang down to my dick, <laughs> I was like, oh, so how do I get one of those? Where is that? I need a chain that hangs down to my dick, and bumps glass tables. I need that right now. That's it. 
That's like that's crazy how they're so influential, bro. Like word, word, rest in peace, P man. Rest in peace. Yeah, P Um, the next question from the listeners is who is, in your opinion, the most slept on legend in history? Most slept on legend in history. The now I'm a big on. sports guy, so mm-hmm. I'm taking it to sports. Okay. And it's relevant because we just had this discussion on my last episode that drops. It dropped yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. in my mom's basement. We drop every Sunday at 12. Come get your church. <laughs> Come get your church. Um, so, um, yeah. So, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Okay. People are having the discussion that Tom Brady is the greatest football player ever. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? How? Mm-hmm. I will give you greatest quarterback ever. Go. Sure. You can't. Yeah, you can't argue it. I don't want to talk to you about that. If we're going to yeah. argue, no, don't talk to me. But the greatest football player ever? Mm-hmm. Chill, fam. Deion Sanders impact the ball on all three sides of the game. And Offense, defense. He, he, he shut down the side on defense. He played wide receiver. They wouldn't kick it to him on kick return. They like, wouldn't. what do you have? So how do you say he's not the best? He's the best football player of all times, hands down. There's no way to talk about it. Like, okay. I can't even, that's not even a discussion to me. So Dion is your favorite football player ever. That's interesting. Yes. Actually, no. Interesting. My favorite football player ever is Michael Irvin, because I used to play wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And so I studied wide receiver. A playmaker. Yeah, yeah. The greatest wide receiver of all time, of course, is Jerry Rice. Like, yeah, I, I, I thought you was going to say Michael Irvin. I no, was no, no, no. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. Jerry, Jerry Rice, that's Rice a fact. was my biggest influence. But just because I'm, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, so... And Michael Irvin was our guy. So that's right. He's my favorite football player ever. But, uh, but like, I studied wide receiver, so I know Michael Irvin was just phenomenal. And then, and then Dion's a fucking cornerback. And then he knows how to fucking play wide receiver as well. Like, that was just crazy to me. Like, it was just crazy. But, um, yeah, Dion, I just, primetime and primetime was a show. It was a show. Hey, I like that. I, you know, I didn't even think about who my favorite football player was of all time. It got to be somebody kind of recent. Um, I want to say my favorite football player to watch ever is Aaron Rodgers. Like just to watch play football, right. just because so he don't dumb. even he don't even set his feet to throw. He just throw like that. Like he don't set. He don't move he his hip. He just. I mean, oh. right now, my favorite person to watch is um, is Patrick Mahomes. Of and course. Like, and yeah, I ain't even mad at you. Life. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> mad at you. Well, he's not running for his life. The way he just throws the angle. Yeah. And all that. My but favorite. I yeah. agree with you with A-Rod as well. Because it's like. Before, when when the Packers had Favre, you know, nobody seen Favre, a type of Favre player who just kind of like was like he was playing in the backyard or playing in the Aaron park. Aaron Rodgers was just watching. And then Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, word. Hmm, this is a cool way to play. What you doing? He came on the shit and he just was like. This is what you're doing? He would be throw off his back foot like. And it would be a perfect, a, just a perfect ball right into the receiver's hands. <laughs> and you're like. This is goes against everything I ever knew about football. Facts. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. But my my answer for the most slept on legend, I'm a I'm gonna take somebody um who recently just passed, 
MF Doom, man, I got him on the wall too. That's my guy. Oh, I All found right. out about Doom in high school. My man's Marlon put me on. You know, that's he's still slept man. on to this day. A lot of people don't, don't nobody know, know, like nobody know who he is. And it's just like, that's my man. I man. was put on to him because of um his lyrical, his lyricism, right? Yeah. But to be honest, me personally, I couldn't take, I just couldn't take the music. You didn't like it? I, I just wasn't. I, I, I understand his greatness, right? Mm-hmm. Because I could look at the words and understand and, and have an appreciation for the wordplay. But as far as listening to it, mm-hmm. it, just, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. What? Oh, man. Nah, Doom is my guy, man. That's, that's my That's why he's so slept on, right? Yeah. Because, I, like, there's only so much boom, bap, bibbity, bappity, hibbity, hobbity, your mom, the type of shit that you can listen to, right? Like, uh-huh. I need a bounce sometimes, uh-huh. right? Like, like, I think the best artists switch it up. Okay. They'll give you lyricism and some, some bounce, right? right? Like, I think Cole does that very well. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to ATM. Right. That's like a trap. That's a trap. Yeah, that's song. a that's a great song too. It was a great like, It actually has some like it's heavy. The bars are heavy in that shit. That's a dope video too. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. And I ain't think about that. I'm gonna write that down too. I'm gonna start asking people that if they know about football. Who's your favorite football player ever? Because that's good. That's a good one. I like yeah, that. Man, primetime was prime time. That's you can't go wrong with prime time. One with the Cowboys. One with the 49ers. Which played he, when that man came back. Came back. He played with Baltimore. He played with Washington. Yeah. He made his name with Atlanta. Then he was playing baseball in the yes. offseason. Like he's playing baseball in the offseason, man. Like oh, primetime was prime, man. Prime. Look good, play good, play good. <laughs> they pay it. good. They they slept on him. Act like he he all he did was care about dressing. No, that man put in the work. That man knew how to play. I think he did like I think he did a disservice when he was playing. He didn't actually let people know how much work he put in while he was playing. I mean, but I you had after, to kind of see it like you that you don't get those results. No, you can't wake up and just get no, those no, results. No. He made it look effortless. He did. He did. So it made it look like he walks out. He woke up and just was able to <laughs> shut niggas down. And or I return think, 90 I think, yard punts. Yeah, I think he should have like showed it more. I don't know. But, you know, that's just a little criticism. Okay. Shout out to Deion Sanders too. Um, got the coaching job at uh, uh JSU, Jackson, Jackson State, State University. Yeah, I hope they do big things, man. Yeah, I they hope, gonna with him now. I hope more top talent go to HBCU. Facts. That will change. Facts. That will change everything. That That's will level fact. the playing fields for these schools, man. That's a fact. Don't That's make no fact. sense. Why not? I, I, and the last question from the listeners is. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Easy. I got three. <laughs> Who's the play about? Um, young me, little TJ. <laughs> then it would be like, for me right now, Meek Mills would be playing that. Meek Mill. Yeah, he just got gross hair. Okay. And then like an older me, probably be like Tay Diggs. Okay, I like that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Hopefully, that's how I feel like I will 
manifest in my growth. <laughs> All right. Well, Tay, TJ, and uh, uh, who was the Amik? I hope you listen. Amik needs to yeah. stop fucking around with Daniel Hernandez. That's for number yeah, one. I mean, you know. So you could, you know. Stop fucking around right. with that man. I feel like yeah, those those guys kind of look like me. The conversation. Yeah, I was thinking that when I when I had when I first got the question, I said, "Who looks like me?" Yeah. So you know, you know that that's app that, that you could um that makes you look like a celebrity, like you put your face on it and it tells you the celebrity, yeah. and it was perfect for me. So my answer is Lil Rel Howery from uh, <laughs> he was the TSA agent in Get Out. Right, right, right. I know and that dude. I know I, that he dude. looked like me. He looked he a, like he was in. Have you seen that movie? The movie that just came out, Judas. Now I haven't seen it yet, but it's I'm, I'm waiting to watch it. He's in it. Yeah, that he plays a double that's agent. My man, that's my man. Like he looked like me. He looked like me. So I was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, he's yeah. the perfect I see guy. It. I see it. He's the perfect guy to play me. He's the perfect guy to play me. So thank you again to the listeners. We appreciate. I appreciate all the love and support, and I look forward to answering more and more and more of you guys' questions. So before I get you out of here, Steve, we got to talk about your Cowboys now. Let's talk about it. God, talk about your Cowboys. Listen, I'm here when we do good. I'm here when we do bad. I'm and here. The, and that's the mark of a true fan. A lot of young niggas don't yeah. know about that. They only want to support the teams that win. There's going to be a lot of Tampa Bay fans who come out the woodwork, but that's Listen, not what I'm, I'm also a Knicks fan. So I, I oh, know, my God. Me too. I know all about it. Yo, quickly looking good. Obi looking good. Right. Julius Randle looking like we good. Got promise now. We have promise now. We ain't so had that like, for a long time, man. I'm, I'm hyped about that. At the, you know, we got draft picks too. Like, we, 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 we looking good right now. Thibodeau play the players a little too long for my liking, but I kind of understand. I like your best players young. All, all the time. They not old. They young. Right. They got fresh legs. They'll grow into it. I understand. They better. I understand. So, you know, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. The people who fuck with me know that. So I can't even talk that much shit. Let's but let's it. talk about your Cowboys, man. Are y'all going to pay the man, Dak Prescott? Because he needs to get paid. Are you going to pay the man? Don't let him Kirk Cousins you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a lot of money. 40. It's right. Like around 40 million. But you could have had him before that. You see? So you got to pay the 40 because y'all was dragging your feet. You got to pay. You got to pay to play, right? You like, you know, touch a titty, you got to pay, right? That's a fact. So, I mean. Y'all pay everybody else, though. So this is what was kind of crazy about it. I thought. That's what I was thinking. I was, that's what I was. I I thought that. There's a lot of money going out. How come we haven't solved this problem yet? So I thought that the Cowboys knew something about Dak that we didn't know. So I was like, oh, they got some inside information. So that's why they don't want to pay him. But so now we now, have the, we have the injury, right? Like, right. We were first of all, it was like, has he really shown us? He showed y'all, is, bro. And then now we looking like, is he gonna come back a hundred percent? Are we paying for an injury? Like, uh, I think, yeah, because if though if y'all paid Romo the way y'all paid Romo, and Romo was a good quarterback too, a lot of people shit on Romo, but they they paid Romo the first chance they got. They the first chance they got to pay Romo, and then when Dak came on the scene, they won the division twice in two years. Or no, he's been in the league since twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, no, so he's got two divisions. in four years he got two divisions. He won two playoff games, and the team need him. Like it's not like. They don't. They do good without him. When they put in nah, Dalton, y'all niggas was ass. It's a, it's a different game. When they put in Ben Danucci, y'all niggas was trash. Ben, fucking Ben, ben Danucci. Yo, Ben, go back to selling cars and pizzas. <laughs> man, whatever, insurance. Whatever you're doing, man. 
So that gonna hit y'all. That gonna hit y'all over the head for the thirty-seven on the franchise. I mean, and then he gonna get. He gonna try to get four. I just, for I'm one sixty. Even just thinking about it. He gonna get y'all for four one sixty. Four one is four one sixty. That's he gonna get y'all for that. He gonna hit y'all even if y'all don't sign him before the deadline. He gonna take the thirty-seven franchise, and then he gonna sign for the four one sixty. And either y'all gonna pay him or trade him. Yeah, but he won five years. Now he wanted four. The Cowboys are trying to give him five. Five. That's why he didn't sign. He wanted four. Spread out. It's a better. But he's. But now because y'all made him wait, he gonna hit y'all over the head with the four for one sixty. Now watch with a no trade. I mean, you gotta pay the. You gotta pay. pay You should have been paid him. In my opinion, you should have been paid him. You gotta pay the man. Pay the piper, man. You gotta pay. You gotta pay. Cause pay the piper, man. When you lose Dak, the whole team suffer. you know, CD Lamb, y'all got he's nice, nice, and you can't the, the, nobody could get him the ball. The price for quarterbacks is high, man. It's high. You gotta if pay. You, if you in that limbo of not having a quarterback that is actually good, then you, you ain't gonna get nowhere. You're always behind the eight ball. You're always behind, you're always stuck. Ain't no team in the final four ain't have a good quarterback. That's why you see the Rams got rid of Jared Goff quick. Yeah, they knew he he's a he's a person that you stay you start behind the eight ball when you when you pick him up. When he's your quarterback, you got to push him forward. Instead of him pushing the train forward, you got to push him forward. Now, if y'all do lose Dak. No, there's no losing Dak. You're not going to lose him, so it's not even a question. Okay, okay, cool. cool. I was going to say, if y'all lose Dak, y'all can sign him to the 4160 and trade him right to Pittsburgh, okay? Because we need him. Ben Roethlisberger out there looking like he running in quicksand. Yeah, ain't nobody want to see. That's the thing you want to avoid. Yes. You want to stay away from that. You want to either have someone coming off of either having a contract, a rookie contract, or someone getting their first contract. Yep. Once they get to that second contract, you better be a legacy act. Yep. Like now, I mean, Ben, like, you know, Ben been holding it down since 04. So, I mean, he he had a long run, played for 17 years. Yeah, but I mean, those injuries like, every yeah, week that, is yeah. like every year is, is, is come on. At this point. And the Pouncy and the Pouncy brothers just retired. Mike Pouncey and Marquise. So they it's like retired? they both retired. Why? Um, I think it's, uh, you know, just injuries and stuff. They don't want to play no more. You know, they've been and Marquise and Mike money. is nice. They get money. They and they and they probably got enough. Like, they got something. They got something brewing. Yeah. You don't just fucking quit like that. I think that they're going to try and like, you know, capitalize on they got the, their image. Yeah. And, like, try to do shit like, like that. Because, yeah, they brothers. They do everything together. So it's, it's probably a lot of money out there for them to get. Yeah, we, we, we go figure, they figured out a different way to get a dollar. Like we yeah. talked about before. Like, you know, they, they, they sat there. They sat there when they was off. It was like, all right, what are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? They right. Got- and then they, yeah, they got to it. So, yeah. you know, my, my, my center's gone. Antonio's gone. Lev Bell's gone. Bud Dupree's gone. You know what I'm saying? We got to pick up the pieces, bro. I, mean, I just got to say, team. Pittsburgh, do not fire Mike Tomlin. Nah, That's all I got to say. Do Pittsburgh don't fire coaches, but they don't do, do not we the only do my man's do. Mike Tomlin dirty like that. Do not. Listen, if we don't sign Dak, we fire Mike McCarthy and sign and, and trade for Aaron Rodgers. Yo, Mike McCarthy is one of the worst hires in the last five or ten I'm years disgusted. in the NFL. I was disgusted with what he Mike out. McCarthy, who couldn't make Aaron Rodgers work. You sitting there, uh, I don't I don't know. Mike 
McCarthy. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm fucking around named the episode Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I just, I don't understand where we're going as a franchise. I don't agree with a lot of the decisions. Mike McCarthy. Eric B. Enemy been out there for four or five years waiting on the nigga to say, yo, what's good? I could have got Eric B. We signed the, we signed Zeke. We signed Zeke to a whole bunch of money. I would have fucked with that, but you got to sign Dak too. You can't have Zeke without Dak and Dak without Zeke. No, my thing about the Zeke trade is he hasn't run the same since he got paid. Yeah, he gained a little weight too. His wallet, he eating too good. I mean, that's his joint though. You got to feed him. Feed him. Too much. Too many donuts (laughs) and burritos. Shit. I I would give anything to have Lev Bell back, bro. Because he ain't doing shit. He ain't going to do shit with Kansas City. They're going to let him go. He signed that one year. The Steelers need to get him back on the cheap. He only 28. Nah, he ain't going there. He a cancer in the room. They burned that bridge, though. I understand, like, yeah, why he wouldn't go back, but niggas had Ben Brown and, and fucking Lev Bell, and they went shit, bro. When they lost that year to the Jags, I, cry, I, I cried. I cried. That was 2017. I still remember it like yesterday. The motherfucking the Jags- Jacksonville Jaguars, bro. And then the Jags was up at halftime against the Pats, and then you know Brady did what he Brady do. So, <sighs> bro, it's crazy. Anyway, anyway <laughs> you know, yeah. But my boys, What's I don't your... know what what direction we got going on. We got to mm-hmm. sign Dak. What is your early, early, way too early prediction for the Dallas Cowboys record wise with Dak? If you have Dak, what's your record? And without Dak, what's your record? <laughs> with Dak, ten and five. Ten and six. Ten and six. Uh-huh. And then without no, that. No, no, I was right the first time. Eleven and five. Oh, okay. Fucking go. With that, and we draft some cornerbacks. Oh, God. Yeah, you, oh, God. You let Byron Jones walk. I was like, y'all niggas is bugging. And then replace him with somebody from the gas station. Word. That's a fact. That was That's like, a fact. can't cover a soul. He couldn't, he couldn't guard his own shadow. <laughs> shadow was catching touchdowns, right? The fuck was that? <laughs> so with Dak, eleven and five, and then without Dak, what's the record? Without Dak, zero and sixteen. Really, zero zero oh, and sixteen? I mean, something alone. I mean, if you're two and zero, if you're two and whatever, then you're zero and sixteen in my book. Like all that shit is nothing. But that's what I was angry about. I said, "What the fuck are we sitting here winning games for?" Right. <laughs> Oh, we could still because we could win the division. The division's so, trying to that division fucking sucks. Yeah, you want that draft pick. You don't want you don't give a fuck about the game. Was, that's why that's why I stopped the post-game show. Because I would have been there yelling about we need these draft picks. The fuck are we doing? Why are we winning? Yeah, and yet the team, all the DAC is the only thing y'all need because the defense is let's say middle of the pack, but if the offense is popping like it's supposed to be, Dak, Zeke. CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin. Y'all supposed to be on it. Supposed to work. Y'all supposed to be on it. I mean, they need to work on the defense. Regardless. Yeah, the defense needs work though. When Dak was there, we were losing because we couldn't stop us. Couldn't stop us. Yeah, couldn't stop a nosebleed. So we just need to those people either they need to get rid of those people that are always hurt because we got some linebackers that are always hurt. And the Sean corners, Lee. Sean Lee, Vander Ash, always hurt. Always hurt. Um, the corners that can't guard their shadows. There needs to be a shadow test. 
You got to do something along those lines. Do something like, hey, if you could guard Jerry Jones, right? Because I think some of those guys <laughs> so Jerry Jones, guard. Jerry Jones run a go route, and if you could cover hey, him. <laughs> come back or slant. Jerry on a slant. And I think, I think, uh, what's this dude's name? Uh, what's it? Diggs. Diggs. I don't even think Diggs could guard Jerry on a fucking slant. That's man. crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? That's Shit, crazy. That's crazy, bro. Fucking game. Just a lot. And I don't know how you do it, bro. Because when them Steelers, when the Steelers started fucking up, this was actually the one of the prior to us going to the divisional round Mm -hmm. and getting jerked. AA Ron, he caught y'all. He he caught it. We caught it. He nah, he caught y'all with that. That run to the side, throwing out of bounds, cook First on the First of all, he shouldn't have had that chance. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. You're right. You're right. Zeke, I mean, I, I'm not even, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, Tony Romo. Oh, wrong. Okay. Tony Romo to, um, to Des Bryant. When T.O. was crying? Oh, shit. When they said that Des dropped the ball. Because Damn. when I saw that catch. Yeah, he caught it. That was a catch. When I saw it in real time. I was, that was one of the happiest, one of, and besides the 90s championships, all that, but like in a long time, that was one of the happiest moments because I, I knew, I was like, yo, we're going to the NFC championship. I like I, I said, I was like, yes, we're going to the NFC championship. And then he challenged it. And I had people over in my house and they actually, I was like, yes, he made it worse on himself. Cause now they about to lose a timeout. We're going to the NFC Championship. We're going, like I was screaming around the house. We're going to the NFC Championship, and then it was like they jerked us. Yeah, they got y'all, bro. They so hit y'all over like the head. That moment in time, that was my happiest moment in a long time as like a Cowboys fan because I really thought we were going to the NFC Championship, and I, I, I felt like we were gonna win. I felt like we were gonna win that. Damn, bro. And then yeah, they jerked us. Damn, that's harsh. That's harsh. Yeah, it jerked harsh. us. I feel you, bro. I feel you. So, you know, and so with Dak eleven and five, we gonna mark it down. With Dak eleven and five, without five. Dak two and fourteen. Yeah, whatever. Bum, bum. Right, whatever. Don't even matter. Top five pick. The Steelers. If Ben come back, it's, it's not even like it. Don't even look great. <laughs> if Ben come back, top ten pick. Right. <laughs> and if you don't come back, top one. Right. <laughs> so it's like Damn. Nah, I'ma say, I'ma say if if Ben come back, I think that he, you know, he wanna go out like kind of on top, at least with a playoff. Yeah, appearance. but can he? Is his body built for that? Well, they got the offense set up, like, you know, yeah, but is the line you just ready get the ball that? Nah, and then you just lost Pouncey. Like, and then we're gonna lose Bud. Up, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna lose Bud too. But nah, I think I'm gonna say optimistically, if Ben play next season, we're gonna go 10 and 6. Wild card, because um Baltimore or um Cleveland will probably win the division. And then if without Ben, if we don't have Ben and they start Mason Rudolph, who is fucking trash, I gotta say I'll say like four and twelve. I mean, even though last season they went eight and eight because of the defense. Or they haven't. It's Mason or nothing. They got um Haskins. They went out and got Haskins from the fo- Washington football team. <laughs> I mean, that's a great place for him to be. I mean, I, yeah, I think under Mike Tomlin, he's kind of like a Big Ben-esque type quarterback. So it's like, I'm not that oh, mad at him. He's a, 
he Big Ben esque, you know, because they both Big Ben esque. They, they both husky. He's a big you know? bum. He's a big bum esque. <laughs> the fuck he is. They they both husky and they both wear number seven. That's that's, that's, the, that's those are the similarities. That's <laughs> about yeah. it. That man so, championships or the winning percentage with with Big Ben ten and six and without four and twelve. Ten and six. Wait, I just that's that's think, me thinking optimistically. I don't think Big Ben has the the his body's not gonna hold up for that. I mean, if we get the now, if Connor, if we could get Connor back, because Connor and Juju free agents, if we get them back, I, I mean, the team is good enough. You know, Deontay Johnson is good, and Juju's going somewhere he could be TikTok. I mean, I guess the reason why we let go of Antonio though is because they said, "Oh, we got Juju." So if he if he if he fly the coop on us, I'm gonna be super tight. Once Antonio left, Juju said, oh, now it's my turn to act fool. Let me, yeah, it's my time to do bullshit. But, and, and without none of the production that Antonio gave you. Antonio. Right. <laughs> I mean, he, well, he did. He did that, that one year. Yeah. Antonio, bro. But, yeah. but it was because of Antonio. So I'll be arguing with people about it. Oh, Juju had all these catches and shit. Yeah, really, it's because really. Antonio's getting double coverage. Right. So, and he still caught 15 touchdowns that year. I would have sucked it up and dealt with Antonio bullshit. No white women, no more white women, 2021, all of that. Please, no more. Because he was just on the field, the the man, like he's five foot ten, bro. Balling. Business was booming. He was balling. Man, losing Antonio, man. I lost a lot of sleep off that. Yeah. More than left? I more than left. More than left. Because Connor was comparable. And if you do the the running back by committee. We have Lev. I mean, you had uh, Connor, Samuels, and Benny Snell. It's like, all right, whatever. All of them equal one Lev. Mm-hmm. So cool. But I knew you wasn't Let's getting another together. Antonio. There's no way. Put together to put Antonio. There's no way, bro. I mean, that franchise is led very well. It yeah. My franchise. Oof. So leadership is different. <laughs> so, I, mean, I feel like they will they is it'll be easy for them to fix it up well i i appreciate that i appreciate that shout out to all the dallas cowboys fans out there and all the pittsburgh steelers fans shout out to the cowboys fans we the we the we the we take the most hate i don't know why people hate us because so y'all quote unquote america's team and y'all don't win we that's are, it that's the answer the thing is the thing is if we you america's team you gotta team. win if you America's team, you got to win. That's it. Like, you got to win. So people were saying, like, why not the Pat to be America's team? Because they won all the time. Well, that's Brady, but, oh, but they was winning all the time. There's the play gate. There's a uh, spy gate. There's, that's not, that's not. They ain't take, hey, look, they ain't take the rings off their fingers. Yeah, but that's not the way. That's not the, that's not the shining light. That's not the beacon, man. Well, that's the reason why you get all the hate, though, because y'all America's that team. That is true. Win. But we are America. The thing is, we America's team because you can go into any Walmart anywhere across the world, and they're gonna have that particular city's team, and then they're gonna have a small little cowboy section. That's true. It's true. We're so America's with team. all of that, if y'all getting all that love, then y'all gotta win. It don't make no sense that y'all haven't even love comes all the hate. Exactly. Man. If you know if, if y'all if y'all America's team and we selling all your shit at Walmart and Dak Prescott coverage. Is the opening topic for every sports show? Yo, the thing y'all I gotta hate win. The I'm so glad you said that. The thing I hate the worst is whenever we win three games in a row, 
opening story on Sports Center. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God. And then you know what happens next? Loser streak. That's a fact. Like, but nah, they the 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 sports outlets, bro, the undisputed and the fucking get up and first take and all that. About the Cowboys when we every day, every day, Dak, uh, uh, Dak, is he gonna sign the contract? They do 45 minutes on the shit every day. So, yo, we irrelevant, bro. Why y'all talking about us? It'd be, um, this is like a um. A fucking a Twitter account that does NFL memes and the hate he has for the Cowboys, man, is just like and I messaged him and he was like, Bro, this gets me the most traction. Fact, you gotta do, you gotta feed the streets. I was like, You gotta feed the streets. Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever, man. Like, and it makes sense, right? Like, it makes sense. Like, it got me the comments, it sent him a DM, right? So, like, it makes sense. So you can't hate the game. You can't, you, know, you can't. I was just like, yo, my nigga, you ride the Cowboys dick, bro. We suck. And you posting memes about us, how much we suck. Like, like, give it up, bro. Like, how many times are people posting about the fucking, who just went Owen, whatever? Oh, Jacksonville? Yeah. Oh, Jack- how, many, yeah. how many Jacksonville memes you post? Well, they're going to be a lot of Jacksonville because they're about to get Trevor Lawrence, bro. I mean, but I'm saying during this whole season. Yeah, they wasn't shit. Way more Cowboys shit than uh, the fucking Jack- Jacksonville. That's Cowboys. a fact. And they record, uh, and all the Jets. That's a fact. Worse than all, so that's a fact. Well, bro, Steve, Bronx, the Bronx is in the motherfucking building, bro. I want to say thank you for coming on, bro. Thank you. Yeah, let's get it. Thank you for repping the Bronx the way you do. I'm so happy I'm able to talk to another potter from the Bronx. Yes, man. Like you got, we got to keep this momentum. We got to make this, keep this momentum that we got because the, the borough got so much great shit to offer, bro. Yeah, man. We got to tell our stories, man. There's a lot to talk about over here. There's a lot of personalities, a lot of charisma, and I love your platform because you display people from all genres, but it's a Bronx, the Bronx bias. That's a man. fact. That's a fact, man. So what I want you to do for the good people, to, I'm going to give you the full shameless plug moment, the red carpet moment. Hey, let's Reiterate go. your name. Your pod name and where the good people can find it. Let them know wherever you are to tell them where they can find you. Yeah, my throat get ready. <clears throat> right. All right. Now, Instagram, my mama, my underscore mama. A. Everything's with an A. We spell it the niggerish way. All right. My mama. Basement podcast. M M B P C. Right. Oh, that was nice. I got that first try. I normally get that wrong. So. That's um so that's uh Instagram. You can Google us. Um, we're on every digital streaming platform every Sunday at noon. Come get your church with us, brothers from the Bronx. We will tell you what happened last week and we will entertain you and we will educate you on how to avoid the platform platforms and the pitfalls of being a dumbass. Because it's easy to be a dumbass out there. It is. It's like you know. And sometimes you don't even know you a dumbass. You walk out and you like, damn. Like, have you ever been scammed? Nah. You've never been scammed? Nope. You've never lied. I got got before, like, you know, don't give it up. But I ain't oh, never so got like, scammed. Hey, jokes? But I ain't never got scammed. And I got, I got scammed and I was like, damn, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> 
And I tell that story of how I got scammed. It was all, it was a, it was an insurance scheme. And um, I was paying, I thought I was paying for car insurance, but the guy was scamming me and not, it wasn't really car insurance. He had the logo and everything and all that. So, so I tell that story and I, I want to educate people so you, you don't end up like a dumbass and then be scammed. And, and so this, so you're going to learn something. So you're going to be entertained and you're going to learn. So that's what we like to do at the basement right here. No lie. We record in my mama's basement. And that's how we give it up, man. It's raw dog, real gritty. I don't we give it up, no filter. Uh one rule I have on the show is no lying on the mic. Facts. Whatever we say on the mic is real life, no joke, no exaggeration. We might do a little. A little sprinkle, a little exaggeration. Just yeah, you gotta, me. you know, you gotta season it up. Yeah, you gotta season it up a little bit. Everybody do. Everybody tell you a story. It was like so. Five people hopped out the cab. It was really three. Yeah. You know, but it's like yo. So five people hopped out. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. no, it was really three, and you got lucky. Stop. So, but yeah. So that's how we give it up. Um, every Monday. Um, then we have a Cowboys post game show that I will be starting next season again. Hopefully we have a better season and we're able to finish out the year. There's some old episodes. So if you want to see me react in real time to um, that game that we won last, a last second field goal, I, I watched it live. Cause like I came down here saying how much we <laughs> fucking suck. And then like 15 minutes later, I was like, yo, we going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> So, crazy. It was crazy. So that's how we give it up, man. Everything I do on the mic or behind the camera is raw. It is me. I'm it's genuinely me. This is what I do. I love doing this. I love speaking to people. I love I'm an educator by trade, right? So so it's only right that I try to do it on other mediums. That's dope. That's dope. And it's tradition around here to allow the guest to fade out our podcast with a song. So, my guy, Steve, what would you like to play for the good people out there? We fading out to one of the, if I'm ever, if I ever got to get up and get it, once upon a time, this was my alarm clock theme. So, like, I play this if I need to just, I need some motivation. I got to do this shit, man. Like, so, you know, because, you know, it's just like so potent to me, man. Cream. You don't know what cream stands for? C-R-E-M, cash rules, everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, bill, yo. That's a fact. That's that's it, man. That's a fact. My guy, Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. X, man, BX Unite. BX Gang. We out here. We in the house. We in the building. Beautiful things. Taking over. I appreciate you. I appreciate your platform. Thank you for reaching. I appreciate you for reaching out, man. No, I'm like not I a said, problem, bro. Like I said earlier, I have I have trouble help, asking for help. I have trouble asking for help. I have trouble reaching out. So I wouldn't, this wouldn't have been possible if you didn't reach out because I don't have those type of ideas. I don't have those type of thoughts. And you, you showed me the way you kind of put the, put that idea in my mind. That's it's a fact. Not the only, so I just, I appreciate you for that, man. Hey, bro, it's all love over here. You know, we do it. We, we, we show love to our Bronx brethren. You feel me? Exactly. And we need so, to, recipro- everybody needs to reciprocate that. I hope people that see this, they, they pay it forward. Man. That's a fact. That's a fact. So 
thank you so much again and much love and much success to y'all. Y'all, we doing big things in the borough, bro. Same to you, brother. Most love and peace, man. All right. Peace. Round of applause for my man, for my guy, fellow Bronx podcaster, Steve, man. Round of applause. And that, guys, will wrap it up. Episode number 49 of the Bronx Bias Podcast is in the books. I'm your host once again. My name is Denzel, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. DeBron James. Special, special shout out to my guy, Steve, a.k.a. ST, for coming through and kicking it with me, man. Such a great episode. So happy to have you on the show. Much love and more, much success to y'all. Again, his podcast is called the My Mama's Basement Podcast. And you know we do it big. We show love for everybody doing great things in the Bronx. Special shout out again to him for coming on the show. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. I really had fun recording this episode today. Um, we're going to fade you out with a great, great, great song, which is my guy Steve's Choice. It is called Cream by the Wu-Tang Clan off of the album Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. And this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode number 49. Have a great week out there. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And I will see you guys next week. We are out. Nigga one, Word up. Look out for the cops, though. Cash food. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash food. Everything around me. Cream. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash food. Everything around me. Cream. Get the money. Here we go. Check this shit. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. At second hands, moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young dude, you're rocking the go tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking moves at 16. And running up in gates and doing it by high stakes. Making my way on fire skates. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the door off. Shaking up white boys on boardwalks. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick ass click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in MPVs every week. We make 40 G's. Yo, nigga, respect my. A nigga to check notch. Chabow. Move from the gate now. Cash moves everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Cash moves everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. It's been 22 long, hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging. But I'm alive on arrival. I'm deep back the shape of the streets. To stay awake to the ways of the world. Cause shit is deep. A man with the dream with plans to make cream was fair. I went to jail at the age of 15. A young buck selling drugs and such. Who never had much. Trying to get a clutch of what I could not. Play me so now, face.
case Incarceration, patient Going upstate's my destination Handcuffed in back of a bus Forty of us Life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough But as the world turned, I learned life was hell Living in the world no different from a cell Every day I skate from takes, giving chase Selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed But I'm still depressed And I ask what's your work Ready to give up so I seek the old earth Who explain working hard may help you maintain To learn to overcome the heartaches and pain You got stick up kids, corrupt cops And crack rocks and straight shots All on the block that stays hot Leave it up to me while I be living proof To kick the truth to the young black youth With shorties running wild, smoking sets, drinking beer And ain't trying to hear what I'm kicking in his ear Neglected for now, but yo, it got to be accepted That what? The light is hectic Cash moves everything around me Cream get the money, dollar dollar bill, yo Cash moves everything around me Cream get the money, dollar dollar bill, yo Cash can't just get around me Thank you.